Welcome to the Joyful Journey podcast. If you're looking for more clarity in your life, clarity of purpose or how to activate that purpose, and you are someone who wants to operate from your highest self to be a force for good you know this world craves, then this is the show for you. I'm Anita Adams, your host and guide to finding clarity and creating a life you love. Let's tap into our inner wisdom, access our highest self, and unleash joy. As we do this, we raise our vibration and heighten the collective consciousness. And that, my friend, is the joyful journey. Let's dive in. Hey, Joyful Journeyer, Anita Adams here, your host. And today I have the pleasure to introduce you to Angela Lamb, who is on a mission to make families healthier. Angela created the health documentary, Uninflame Me, Reversing the American Diet and Lifestyle, and her Healthy Living Children's book, Superhero Healthy Henry Discovers Planet Earth. She created both after she overcame her own very scary health challenges that surfaced due to a lifetime of the standard American diet and lifestyle. Now, healthier than ever, Angela spends her time in a multitude of ways to stay healthy and to help others be healthy. Angela is also the creator of the award-winning health docu-series, The Art of Natural Healing. And more recently, she released her second children's book, Bonding with My Bunnies, Yoga Lesson Plans for Families and Children, which gives families, children, and educators mindfulness tools to practice yoga, mindfulness, strengthen family bonding, and relieve stress. Welcome, Angela. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Woohoo! Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is such an honor. Yeah, it's so great. Now, I know this is completely irrelevant, but it is a fun little tidbit to share. Angela and I first met in Hamburg, Germany over 30 years ago when we were both pursuing a modeling career. And we became fast friends for the short few months that we were living in the same city together. And here many, 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 many moons later, we have reunited to talk about bringing more joy, happiness and health into the world. And how cool is that? So fun. So fun. So fun. I'm just, it's just so exciting to see how our our paths weave and become interconnected and how we just do different things and, and still come back together. And I, I love it. I love this journey that we are on. And speaking of the journey, I'd really love to start by hearing more about what led you to your personal health journey. Sure, absolutely. So I was the standard American, not that I was completely unhealthy eating fast food every day, but I really didn't think about what I put into my body. And then I turned 40 and it was like everything started crashing down. I had a very serious hospitalization where my blood work was all at dangerous levels. I saw every specialist um, there was, and basically when they finally let me out of the hospital over a week later, they told me that I was chronically inflamed, which I never heard that term before, and that I would have to take a blood thinner and a stat medication for the rest of my life because- oh, wow. 
I had a blood clotting disorder and I was told that there was nothing I could do about it. So I had, was diagnosed um, out, after I got out of the hospital with a blood clotting disorder called antiphospholipid syndrome. It's a mouthful, I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, was, I also learned that I was pre-diabetic at the time. So all these red flags of, you know, when you're not fully thinking about what you're putting into your body and exercising regularly, um, as you get older, you get warning signs. And I got a crash, boom, bam of a warning sign with a chronic illness. So I I felt that it was odd that they weren't giving me um, solutions of how I could reverse my health for the better. It was literally in the, at the hospital, it was just these are the medications you're going to have to take for the rest of your life. You're going to have to get biweekly blood draws, um, you know, which is a huge lifestyle change of going to the doctors all the time and getting monitored um, and that there's nothing you can do about it. So I just did not accept that. So I started looking into what is chronic inflammation Um I learned about an anti-inflammatory diet and I started doing an elimination diet to find out what would possibly make me chronically inflamed. I learned a lot of people and I'm one of those people, gluten and dairy effect. Um, Some other people have nightshade vegetables or other things that make them chronically inflamed. I also started learning that there was a difference between conventional medicine docs and docs that would dive deeper in what I call root cause medicine, where they maybe do the genetic testing to look if there's some genetic mutations that are causing your body not to process things like they should. And I learned that, in fact, I had some of those. And so I had to take some supplements to fill the void of what my body was not doing naturally. Wow. So changing all of those habits and making exercise a priority, making my diet a priority and seeing the right doctors to guide me. It took about a year and a half of being extremely rigid and, and motivated. Mm. But over time, I was able to put my autoimmune condition into remission. And it's been in remission ever since. That's beautiful. So does that mean that you do not have to take the medication, the the daily pills and stuff? Or do you have to do that and um, modify your... I- I was able to get myself off of the blood thinners. Um, I was able to get myself off the statin. I do forever have to take a supplement because I do not naturally produce vitamin B like right. I should, which causes other things to happen, which which causes um, blood clotting issues. So I have to fill the gap. Yeah. But supplements are different than a prescription for sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. For clarity's sake, can you describe what you believe to be the standard American diet and lifestyle? I believe it's a lot of processed food, a lot of fast food, um, just convenient food. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of these problems that we're facing health-wise is because we don't make things from scratch 
anymore. And we get quick service things that are pumped full of preservatives and hormones and all these things that are not good for our body. Right. Just right. Being more pure and yeah. eating and nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect even still to this day, but just consciously thinking about what you're putting into your body. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't remember who told me this. It was a long time ago, um, but it's something that I adopted in my um, shopping for food. And and um, and the, the idea was to do most of your shopping on the outside of the grocery store, like on the instead of going yeah. down the aisles, because the outside, that's where you find your fresh produce and your meats and dairies and whatever. Whereas on the aisles, that's where all the processed food is. And exactly. so I started to really pay attention to where I was going to get my food and, and um, trying to do more along the perimeter of the store. I don't know. I thought that was kind of an interesting little insight into how we shop. So exactly. Yeah. It's a easy way to, to think of it, to simplify. Yeah, exactly. So I was really surprised to read on your website that the top eight reasons for death in the U.S., and I suspect that this is probably the same or close to being true in Canada as well, um, that these deaths are due to chronic inflama inflammation. And your movie is all about educating your audience about this health crisis. It's a movie I highly recommend uh, everybody watch, by the way. It's, it's only just over an hour, and it's packed full of great information. Uh, and I, I learned I learned so much. Can you can you give us some broad strokes here, though, about what causes chronic inflammation and what we can do to prevent it? Chronic inflammation, uh, it's not only diet. A lot of chronic inflammation is also called caused by our stress levels as well. And it's basically your your body constantly on high alert. It's kind of like a an internal fight or flight. So if you're constantly putting things into your body, either stress or food that's um, making it inflamed, then over time, your body starts attacking itself. So it can attack itself in autoimmune, which 80% of women, 80% um, of the people that have autoimmune disorders are women. So um, you'll see that in women, you'll see heart disease a lot in men and women. Um, you know, there's just most of, if you look at the top causes of death, it's, it starts with chronic inflammation. Mm. I, you shared in your movie, and I thought it was a really great analogy about the water filling the cup uh, and overflowing the cup. Can you describe that for the audience here? Because I, yeah. I thought it really helped me visualize how this affects our, our bodies. Yes. Um, and that is actually not something that I came up with. Um, Dr. Jessica Black, who wrote the anti-inflammatory diet and recipe book, was a, and she's based out of Portland, Oregon. I discovered her book when I was learning about inflammation and wanting to change my diet. And I implemented a lot of her recipes. And that's actually when I started doing that and I would go to my rheumatologist, that's when he started seeing a lot of improvement in my blood, blood work. All my in, inflammatory 
blood work markers was starting to go down. And as she describes it is you're dealing with your genetics and that's something you cannot control. That's, you know, the pot, the bottom of the cup, you know, being filled. And then you add in stress and you add in your diet. And over time, if you just keep adding to the, the things that are attacking your body, you're, your cup is going to overflow and cause disease. Mm -hmm. And if you don't change those things, then like uh, often a lot of people that have autoimmune issues, they don't just have one. It starts with one and then it develops, develops into another and another. And then maybe they get high blood pressure and heart disease and, you know, it just keeps growing and growing. And it's lifestyle and diet that is continuing to be added to that cup that causes it to overflow. Exactly. Right. Okay. I, th I thought that was really, um, really interesting. I, I like, I like visuals. I learned better that way. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. Um, so you mentioned, um, uh, um, I'm lost her name now. Uh, the 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 book, the author of the book. Uh, yes, um, doc, Dr. Jessica Black. She is a naturopathic doctor, which I, before I started my health journey, I didn't know of naturopathic doctors. I don't know if in Canada they're more prevalent, but um, I live in the middle of the country and in the middle America, Missouri, and they're they're they are not licensed here but they go through the same training as a medical doctor, but they're more focused versus on suppressing the symptoms with the medication. They're more focused on how to reverse it naturally. And she was the first naturopath that I came in contact with and what she wrote in her book, the anti-inflammation diet and recipe book mm. um, was a significant part in, in addition to the doctors that I was seeing locally that were helping me figure out what was wrong with my genetics and how to fill the gaps with that, her dietary guidance helped me tremendously. Mm. So would you recommend that as a, a good starting point for a lot of I, people? Yeah. I would. And her recipes are very simple. Right. Um, and, you know, I reached out to her when I was filming on Inflame Me and she she was an open book wanting to help. Yeah, she shared a lot of great information. Um, so uh, anti sorry, um, chronic uh, inflammation that includes diabetes. And what are some other common uh, common diseases that um, are triggered from uh, chronic inflammation? Um, high blood pressure, autoimmune heart disease. Um, COPD even, which is often a huge, you know, yeah, yeah, killer yeah. of older Americans. Yeah. I know a lot of people that are um, currently at that pre-diabetic um, condition. And so this probably, this book could probably be a really good book for, for them to yeah. And also she talks about um, in Uninflamey, she talks about our intake of sugar. So yeah. one of the big differences is when everybody used to make things from scratch versus getting something from a box is they knew exactly how much sugar they were putting into it. But now sugar is, if you look at a box, sometimes it can be confusing because there's so many names for 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And, is, is that intentional to deceive us? <laughs> I just wonder. <gasps> um, you know, I think yes. And I think, you know, there's so many manufactured sugars now that it, you know, not a not the layperson is just not aware of all the names. Yeah. I uh I I got out of stopped taking dairy and I started drinking oat milk and I'm like, oh, this is so great. I love it. And then a friend just recently told me, she's like, do you know what sugar is in that? I'm like, it's the unsweetened version. She's like, it's still got a lot of sugar. I'm like, no. And I looked at the label and sure enough, it was like, I think it was the second ingredient. I'm like, what? So, <laughs> I'm so, it, so you, you have to be very um watchful yeah. and, and kind of be an investigator totally it's, i find that frustrating it's just like and I, because i thought i was making a healthy choice and it turns out it wasn't so healthy so i'm now i'm drinking almond milk um unsweetened almond milk which is good but then there's issues with that too apparently i'm killing uh rainforests or whatever i don't know i just feel like i could never i could never win but i get it you know we got we do have to be we just being mindful right i know that's your your thing is the mindfulness um, yes. approach to our, our health and fitness. Okay. Very, very cool. So I'm going to include a link to the name of that book in our show notes because it, and okay. it sounds like something I, I should pick up as well. So thank you. All right. After you made your movie, you then created your first children's book, superhero, healthy Henry. Tell us about this superhero and why you created him. Yes. Yeah, so I, you know, I think back of how I, got into this predicament of a chronic illness. And, you know, it all stems from how the habits that were instilled in us when we were a kid. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my parents were both very busy. They worked and we relied on a lot of processed food. And I was an overweight child. And if you look at the store aisles, if you're going in the inner aisles of the grocery store, how are they appealing to children? They're appealing to children by putting junk, you know, fun characters on processed food. And so I wanted to create a book that made vegetables and fruits and whole grains and healthy food um, exciting and fun. And so I came up with Healthy Henry and I started doing story times where I dressed as a gigantic carrot, which <laughs> got the kids laughing and paying attention to my messaging. And the carrot even danced right. at the end and would um, would read my Healthy Henry story time, my, uh, my Healthy Henry storybook. I love it. Healthy eating and exercise. Yeah, that's awesome. And I watched a video with you doing that, and the kids were just like <laughs> so delighted. <laughs> you know, shouting out was... answers about what they're eating. And... Right, right. They got very excited that they got yeah. to talk about superheroes and share what, what vegetables they were eating. And it just made something healthy, positive um, for them. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's so, it's so true. We got to start at that young age too, to create those healthy habits. Right. And it's hard. Like I, I have um, two 
children, who adult children now, uh, that, you know, when they were younger, both my husband and I are working and then there's, you know, soccer practice and there's just like running from one thing to the next. You just want to go for the quick fix because you need it. You got to get food into the kids before you get them out the door again. And it, it was really, it was really challenging. Fortunately, I had um, a, my daughter, uh, she hated McDonald's. She refused used to eat McDonald's. <laughs> I remember I remember being like, come on, Danielle, just <laughs> chicken McNuggets are awesome. You know? She's like, uh-uh, I'm not going to eat that. <laughs> like, so she actually helped train me to not uh, put that kind of food into them. But I get the, I get the need for it sometimes, you know, like it's like the convenience and, and we are busy. We're, we're leading, we're we're all leading very busy lives, trying to uh, get our, be the support for our families and make the money to create the lifestyle that you want. And yet we're undermining ourselves by some of the lifestyle choices we're making at the same time. It's kind of ironic in a way, isn't it? But it, it is. And when I started making the changes in myself, so when I had my big hospitalization, my little one was two. And my my older daughter was seven. And it was interesting because I kind of, I also like, you think about the fast, quick food, but it can be as simple as carrots yeah. with hummus or an apple. And once I had to simplify, I found that I was rubbing it was getting rubbed off on them and they would start grabbing the simple things that don't take any time for preparation. Um, And granted, sometimes you want a more complex cooked meal, but when you're running around like crazy, if you can just grab the simple things. Yeah. Yeah. Just having it ready, having it there in the house is the the first step, I guess. That is the first step. And I kind of went back, you know, when your kids are babies and you have that baby bag of the diapers and the Mm -hmm. snacks and the wipes, I started having in my purse things that were simple, that were shelf stable, like nuts and just easy things that we could have on hand. So when we were hungry, we went and grabbed the bad stuff. Right. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a really good key point, having it just right there and easily accessible so you can make so you can make the good choice. Yeah, right. Exactly. I'd like to also in your um, in the movie, somebody, one of your professionals were talking about uh, that your plate should be 50 percent colorful. (laughs) And I thought that was a good little measuring stick. And my plate isn't, you know, my dinner plate is not definitely not 50%, you know, the colorful vegetables and stuff like that. I grew up in the meat and potato family. And so, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And so just, and I am getting better. I'm most definitely getting better. However, I've never heard that before. 50%. And I'm like, I like having, I like having milestones to reach towards or, you know, benchmarks, you know, like that, that is very, again, visual for me. I can look at my plate and say, is 50% of it, you know, red and yellow and green and all the beautiful colors of our, our vegetable counter. But um, I'm, so I'm going to start implementing that visual rule moving forward. So thanks for sharing that in your movie. Oh, sure. Absolutely. And one thing, um, when I do story times for Superhero Healthy Henry, um, making kids think about um, special sometimes foods, 
versus all the time food. So you all the time you want a variety of fruits and vegetables and healthy food. And it's not, I don't think anyone does well when you say you can't have it because then they just want the bad stuff even more just to think of it as the special sometimes food. Right. And, and that seemed to really register. That seems to really register with kids to put yeah. it in, that, in that category. Yeah. I think that's important to recognize, you know, like it's uh, we shouldn't try to elim- necessarily eliminate everything. Um, it's e- because then when you, when you fall off, then you can beat yourself up and all the, all the stuff that goes with that. Whereas if you, you know, just in moderation, I guess is a, a good way of, of looking at it. So awesome. Okay. I want to talk about your latest book, uh, Bonding with My Bunnies, Yoga Lesson Plans for Families and Children. What prompted creating this book? Yes. Yeah, so that was kind of the, this book came out of an evolution of my health changes. So I, before my chronic illness, I exercise sporadically. I never um, was a regular at any type of exercise. So I started to become a regular of exercise and my older daughter went to a summer sleepaway camp and she did um, children's yoga and she absolutely loved it. And she actually started um, making me realize the benefits of not only the physical activity, but the relaxation, the breathing exercises, the calming your body. And she really pushed hard um, for me to not only get certified in yoga, but to teach kids yoga, something that she could participate in. That's awesome. So your daughter wanted you to get certified so you can teach others. Yeah, so she could be a part of it and do it with me. So she was the influence there. And then I've always been a creative and I really loved creating the lessons. And I found that there wasn't a lot of children's yoga readily available lessons because it's different than adult yoga. They're they're not going to be as still as adults are. And you have to incorporate games and make it fun for them. Even the yoga practice, um, the fun thing with yoga naturally is that there's a lot of animals. If you're using the English terminology of the poses, there's a lot of animals in yoga. So having them do down dog and bark like a dog or do cat cow and make those noises, it just lightens the mood and makes them smile. And they have so much fun with it while they're being mindful, while they're calming their bodies, while they're learning breathing exercises. And I would teach the classes and I would find that myself and my children and my students would start using various pieces of the class when they would get a little stressed out or have too much going on. And it just, they, it gave them a mechanism to relax. Right. Awesome. I'm trying to get my husband to do yoga with me. Maybe I should introduce some of the, you know, bark like a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like a cat. Good luck with that. (laughs) My 
might work. You might actually try, be- try lion pose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like lion pose. Men yeah. tend to like you that. Stick the tongue out more like, like a, a lion. lion. <laughs> <laughs> I might try that. <laughs> awesome. I love it. And uh, are you are you teaching classes to children now? It's like what I, what I do. I teach um, at the library. It's, oh, neat. Um, it's I have community a community Yes, it's a great community. Um, people are familiar with my book and they bring their families in um, to do yoga together. And I, I just love it. That's so awesome. Very cool. All right. Well, for someone who has fallen victim to the, the conveniences of North American lifestyle, what would you say are some easy to implement tips that you can offer to make the necessary changes that we need to, to lead a healthier life? Sure. It, you know, really, it's going back to basics. Like you said, shop the perimeter. Um, even if you don't have a lot of time, go to the simple fruits and vegetables that are readily available. If you need a little um, added sauce, you know, salsa or hummus are great additions to kind of spice it up. And if you don't have time to exercise, you know, take the stairs versus the elevator. Don't drive 10 minutes around the parking lot to find the closest spot. Go ahead and get the furthest away spot and then walk a little bit, you know, little things like that make all the difference in the world. And, and that actually brings me one of the, the, the docu-series that I created after Uninflame Me, it's much more technical in the sense that Uninflame Me was my own personal journey and how to get started. And then the Art of Natural Healing docu-series was um, a collaboration with two local naturopaths and they beautifully broke it down into they talk about inflammation and they give you tools to combat inflammation with different recipes or modalities that you can implement at home. So that was kind of the next phase. Mm-hmm. If you dove deep into natural healing, if you wanted some resources for recipes and different ways to naturally heal at home. Um, That's a great series to watch. Awesome. That sounds brilliant. I will definitely check that out. And where would we find the docu-series? Sure. The docu-series, it's on a lot of video on-demand platforms. Um, Probably the most popular is Amazon Prime, as well as Hoopla. um, I don't know if Canada has Hoopla. Hoopla is um, what the U.S. uses for um, the library. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you're going to check it out, Video on Demand on the, the library. Tubi is another one okay. that um, a lot of people um, go to for. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I know there's there's a lot of resources on your website as well. So we'll include um, a link um, in the show notes. And your website is Healthy Life Healthy. Nation? Yes, HealthyLifeNation.com, which is awesome. Lots of great information there, including some recipes I noticed as well. Are those your recipes that are on the... Those are my recipes. Awesome. Great. There there are a few that uh, caught my attention. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to try. So awesome. Good. good. This is great. There's, um, I feel like I've, I've got some homework uh, lined up for myself in the next little while and, and uh, just the whole lifestyle, my husband just retired. And so we're looking at um, trying to create 
healthier lifestyles right now. Like not that we've been unhealthy, um, but we've got more time now. He certainly has more time to make to make really good choices. And he's still young. He's only 58, right? So he's he's young and he can make the choices to ensure that longevity or, or, or create greater opportunities or likelihood for longevity. So I think some of the stuff that you're presenting here is a really great starting point for um, for us. So I appreciate it. I appreciate all that. And any, um, if people wanted to connect with you in any other way, do you do any coaching? I don't, I didn't notice that on your website. Any co- I, I did do coaching for a period of time, but uh, my focus is more putting out these resources to help right. people. Okay, great. Yeah. So you can reach a broader audience with your movies and docuseries and books. That's awesome. Good stuff. I love the work you're doing. And it's so incredibly important for us to be able to have that joyful life that I love talking about. It's, yeah. you know, it starts with, with our health. As a good friend of mine says, health is wealth. Right. We need to have we need to have that health and then we can have that beautiful, wealthy, rich life. So thank you for giving us some tips that we can use to create that. And Joyful Journeyer, thank you for tuning in with us today. I hope you got some value out of this. Please do check out Angela's website, HealthyLifeNation.com. And her movies, uh, her resources are really fantastic. Some really great insights that you'll you'll get there. So Awesome. Thank you again, Angela. So lovely connecting with you. And Great we'll, um, connecting with you. Thank you so much. I love what you're doing. Awesome. All right, Joyful Journeyer, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for joining me on the Joyful Journey podcast. If anything resonated for you from today's show, or if you are looking for more clarity in your life, clarity of purpose, or how to activate that purpose, then head over to joyfuljourney.ca and become a member of our community. We'll start by sending you a free download of our three guiding principles to inner wisdom, which will give you a great foundation for finding the clarity you are seeking. And you'll become part of a growing community of people who are raising the collective consciousness. So head over to joyfuljourney.ca and I look forward to connecting with you directly.